When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody? Happy Monday. And this is another episode of the Everything Medicare podcast, where every single week I bring you a couple of podcasts where I discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. My name is Christian Brindle. And if you don't know who I am, I own a company just outside of Salt Lake City, Utah, that works with people on Medicare. I'm a Medicare health plan specialist, expert. I've published two books about the topic, and I've been hosting this podcast for about a year and a half now. And we have just blown up as far as our reach and our ability to just really get this information in people's hands. And I have every single one of you that listen every single week to thank for that. Because if it wasn't for you guys, and if it wasn't for every single one of you, Um, sharing the information with people that you know, being engaged, sending me emails with questions and things you'd like to hear me talk about on the podcast, and just really making us relevant, giving us reviews, everything like that, making us the, the number two most searched podcast about Medicare on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Without you doing that, we would not have made it this far and we wouldn't have continued the podcast because Let's face it, folks. I mean, what's the point of me providing a message if it's not reaching anybody? And it has been reaching people, and you are the reason for that. You're the reason to thank for that. And so I want to give back. And in this episode, I want to primarily talk about what we know so far going into the enrollment period in in October, a couple of months away, that obviously will take place as far as changes are concerned, January 1 of 2020. 20. Okay, so I will be rolling out more episodes like this about changes the closer we get. I know everything that's changing going into next year, and I have for some time. So let's get that clear. It's not like I just came into some new information that I didn't know before. The reason why I haven't brought this information to you as of yet is because there's certain things as a person who owns a company that has contracted relationships with pretty much every single Medicare insurance company in the industry. There's certain things I can and I cannot disclose too early. Okay. Once the enrollment period comes, I can tell you everything. Once October 1 comes, I can tell you everything. But before that, and little by little, as it gets closer, there's going to be more things I can tell. And there's, but, but at this point, I can't tell everything because I can get in trouble. And it's a stupid freaking government law, rule that you're not supposed to be able to flap your jaw about certain things too early. So I'm going to tread lightly here on, on this episode as far as what I'm, what I'm, what I'm disclosing and what I'm not disclosing. And I, the last thing I want to do is get myself in trouble or anything like that, because let's face it, folks, I'm going to be able to tell you everything in just a couple of months, but I'm going to tell you everything I can at this point. 
So, and some of the stuff we've talked about in previous episodes, because we know about the macro bill that passed in 2015 that's going to affect a lot of the Medigap, Medicare supplement policies starting next year. If you haven't heard that episode, I'm just going to briefly touch on that as Enya Ren review. In 2015, the government passed a bill called MACRA. Um, MACRA impacts a couple of different things, but the main thing is it impacts a lot of the Medicare supplement Medigap plans, the plans that are named after letters, you know, like Plan F, G, N, K, L, M, etc., C. And um, not to be confused with Medicare Part C or Part A or Part B or Part D, these are Medigap Medicare Supplement Plans Plan A, Plan B, Plan C, Plan D, Plan F, Plan G, Plan N, etc. They're plans that are designed by the government to fill in the gaps that Medicare leaves behind. And, they, and basically all they do is some of them fill in more gaps that Medicare leaves behind than others. And they pay after Medicare. They supplement Medicare. Okay, so there's changes affecting a couple of those Medigap plans. So for starters, what MACRA is doing, and this is not new information, but it's just a review before I jump into some new information. Plan F and Plan C are going to basically be grandfathered in. Okay, Plan F is Plan F and Plan C have been around since 1992. So they've been around a very long time, but Plan F has been infinitely more popular than Plan C ever was. The reason for that is because Plan F is the only plan that pays 100% of what Medicare does not pay. It doesn't leave anything behind. Basically, it's a, it's a real 80-20 split. Medicare pays 80% of your medical bills, hospital bills, doctor's bills, hospitalizations, um, I already said that, surgeries, Durable medical equipment, blood work, etc., 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 skilled nursing facilities up to 100 days, hospice care, you name it. It's an 80-20 bill. Medicare pays 80% of the bill. Plan F pays the remaining 20%. doesn't leave you with anything out of pocket in the country. Okay? So that's why it's been so popular. There's been a simplicity to it. Now, its popularity has really died down since about 2012, 2013, and the reason for that is just because it's been around so long, there's been so many people on it, the prices have begun to inflate. Well, they had begun began to inflate around 2012, 12, 2013. And the plan was just really expensive, for one. And number two, the rate increases were starting to become higher and higher and higher with most of the insurance companies. Most of the large insurance companies and certainly a lot of the smaller insurance companies it just wasn't looked at as a very good investment, especially when there were plans like a Plan G, a Plan N, etc. And with a Plan G, it basically is identical to a Plan F in every single way, with the exception of it does not cover what's known as the Medicare Part B deductible. The Medicare Part B deductible this year is $185 as I record this. So, and that's a one-time-a-year thing. Plan F pays that, Plan G doesn't, and typically you'd save a lot more in premium than the one than the $185 deductible between an F to a G, and a lot of times it'd be like $30, $40, $50 a month. So the G has been the Cadillac plan ever since then because it's just been the best value in a lot of people's eyes, not just mine. And then another plan that was fairly popular, that has been very popular, is a Plan N, 
that's basically the same as the Plan G as far as it doesn't cover the Medicare Part B deductible, the $185 once per year, but it comes with copays on top of that. So it has an up to $20 doctor copay, could be less, but that's every time. It has a $50 emergency room copay, and then it doesn't cover something called doctor's excess charges, which typically don't get charged, and in some states it's illegal for them to charge it. However, it's not impossible. I mean, me personally, in the areas I've worked in, I've never seen a doctor charge an excess charge. Never. But it still freaks people out because nothing stays the same, especially in the world of Medicare and, and healthcare, folks. So it's just something that they don't pay for. So basically, to review on the plan N, you have the $185 deductible, the copays, and the excess charges. $20 doctor copay, $50 emergency room copay, although the doctor copay could be potentially less. I wouldn't count on it all the time, though. So those plans started to get more momentum because they were a lot cheaper. Even though they weren't full coverage, they were probably the closest thing you were going to find to the Plan F. Um, so starting in 2020, because of this macro bill, Plan C and Plan F are going to be in this, in this process of being phased out. I want to call them phased out as of yet because they can still be picked up. And this is what I mean. If you are new to Medicare and you just and you become eligible for Medicare after the year 2020, you will not be able to pick up a Plan F or a Plan C. Okay, so if you become eligible for Medicare after the year 2020, if you were eligible for Medicare before the year 2020, you'll still be able to get a Plan F or a Plan C. So it's just basically saying that everybody that is being newly becoming eligible for Medicare isn't going to be able to get it. It's limiting the amount of people that are going to be able to get it. So that's one change. The other change is also affecting the plan G, the plan that's been looked at as the best value for the last five to six, seven years. And that is plan G is going to start accepting people in in, in the event of guaranteed issue. What guaranteed issue is, is if someone's on Medicare and they're canceled on something. I'll give you an example. If they're canceled on something, such as, um, let's say their group plan decides to cancel them. Let's say they're part of a retiree group of 1,000 people, and the retirement program decides we're not going to cover all these people anymore. They cancel them. That can happen. It happens more and more all the time. Medicare Advantage plan decides... Let's say they're in three counties in a third certain state. They decide we're not making our money here. They pull out of the county. Everybody gets canceled. Those kind of situations. A plan G is now going to be participating in guaranteed issue, which means anybody that's canceled in a situation such as one of those will be accepted with any, with any insurance company. They have to take these people now, starting 2020, with no health questions and no underwriting. Normally, when you first get onto Medicare, you're able to get any plan you want without any health questions and underwriting. It's a straight shot. So those people have always been able to get it with any plan, whether it be F, G, N, whatever. However, if you are outside of that new to Medicare window, you had to go through health questions and underwriting. And the insurance company could either rate you up or they could potentially say no if they don't want to take you. Except for the plans that had this guaranteed issue clause. Plan F was one of those plans and still is for the people, if if someone qualifies, of course, I explained the qualifications a second ago, but Plan F has been the plan 
that that is a guaranteed issue situation. And it took some time, but it started. That was a big reason why the prices started to inflate on the Plan F because every year, every insurance company with that offers a Plan F for twenty plus years was taking on a lot of people that they normally wouldn't take. People that have major health conditions, and that affects your rate increases. I'll do a I'll do a podcast soon that goes over exactly why companies raise their rates. But in a nutshell, you become part of a pool of people when you sign up for a Medicare supplement. And it, the rate increases are partially based off of the average of claims that everybody pays out. So even if you're healthy, even if you don't use the plan, it goes up the same for everybody as a whole based on the usage partially. There's other factors. But starting in 2020, the Plan G, which has never participated in Guaranteed Issue, which had a lot to do with why the rate increases were so friendly, which is another reason why it was looked at as the best value, it will start accepting people in Guaranteed Issue. Now, I did an episode about this when a little while back. But in my opinion... It took over 20 years for the plan F to start to deteriorate and for the prices to start to inflate. I don't think this is anything to panic about. I think it's going to take a long time before we see any dramatic changes in the G, even with this change. I think it's going to take some time, and I still think at the moment it's the best value. There's a lot of people out there saying that the, due to this change, the plan N is still the best value, and I think that's, a, I think that's baloney. I think that's ridiculous. It can be for some people. It's based on your needs, absolutely. But if you're comparing the G to the N, and of course it depends on your market and where you live because the rates are going to be different and the rate difference between a G to an N is going to be different between one area and one market to compared to another. But in a lot of cases, those $20 doctor copays can be killer, especially if you have any significant health problems and you see a lot of doctors. You'll make up the difference in premium and then some very, very quickly. I have a lot of clients of mine that have to see doctors every week. And if they had to pay a $20 doctor copay every time, it would kill them. So the difference in coverage matters. Don't let people lie to you and tell you they don't. So I'm not so convinced that the N is the answer here. I think, honestly, if more insurance companies came out with a plan known as Plan D, that'd be the answer. Because the Plan D covers everything except for the Part B deductible, same as G. But it doesn't cover the excess charges as well, same as N, but it doesn't have any doctor copays. But you, the problem with the Plan D is it's an older plan, but you don't see a lot of insurance companies carrying it. If more insurance companies started to pick up a Plan D, I think that'd be the new Cadillac plan because it does not participate in guaranteed issue. But those are changes that are impacting the Medigap, Medicare supplement market that you need to know about. Stay with me into segment two, and we'll talk about some changes that you probably don't know about yet. Stay wherever you are. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Hoping you're having a wonderful, wonderful Monday and a fantastic summer. Here where I am, it's easily 100 degrees. And it's been scorching. I could take, I could, I could, I couldn't, I could use turning the thermostat down about 15 to 20 degrees and it'd be perfect here. But I enjoy warm weather over cold weather any day of the week and any time of the year, so I'm not going to complain too much. You might hear me complain and whine more 
during the winter time because I'm just not a winter person, okay? Although me whining and complaining is not going to do any good anyway. I digress. We're talking about changes, Medicare changes approaching that will basically all became, become public Janu- uh, excuse me, October 1st and will take effect January 1st of next year. People can make changes to their Medicare Advantage and Medicare prescription drug plans during the Medicare enrollment period starting October 15th going through December 7th. So obviously my organization is gearing up for this. It's our busiest time of the year. If we were a tax office, this would be our tax season. Basically, we have a lot of our own clients that we need to make sure they're being kept up with all these changes. And that's what we do here. Um, But there are some changes that you probably don't know about. And the biggest change that has kind of been circulating in the wind was the donut hole. Okay, now it's been, it was announced that the donut hole was going to be going away completely and closing up in 2020. And that had been talked about for years, the last couple of years, and that actually was part of the macro bill as well. I've seen some simulations and I've seen some things of what it's probably going to look like next year. I can't tell you too much. I cannot incriminate myself as much as I want to. I have to make sure that I'm protecting myself and tread lightly here. What I can tell you is, to say that it was going away was probably misleading. Because it's not really going away from what I've seen. It's more just changing a little bit. There's still going to be a coverage gap still going to be catastrophic coverage. There's still going to be a point to where you can get to where your coverage will re- reduce. It's probably going to be better than it ever was before and less harmful to people that take expensive medications. If you're not aware of what I'm talking about, the donut hole, aka the coverage gap, is a stage in Medicare drug coverage. In the Medicare world, they have stages of Medicare drug coverage. Basically, they have the initial stage where you just pay your copay and they pay the rest. So let's say there's a medication that's $500, copay's $30, you pay the 30, insurance company pays the rest, you're done. But there's been other stages of Medicare drug coverage that came into the effect during the Bush administration when Medicare Part D came into the, the fray in about 05, 06 time period. And basically what the donut hole, the coverage gap was, is, still is, is currently, is it's the second stage. Well, I guess technically it's the third stage because there's always the deductible stage if your plan has a deductible. So you have the deductible stage where you have to meet a deductible if one applies. Then you have the initial coverage stage where you just pay your copay. And then you have the donut hole, a.k.a. the coverage gap, two names for the same thing. So the coverage gap basically means once the total cost of your medications reach a certain amount, you end up paying more, a higher percentage than you were paying before. And over the years, that amount that people have been paying is catastrophically high. It's gotten better and it's reduced a little bit every year. So that's something, that's a good thing, but it's still not a good program. The way it works currently is after the total cost of your medications, meaning including what you pay and including what the insurance companies pay, but after the total cost reached $3,820, that's this year, in 2019, then you enter the donut hole. 
and you'll pay no more than 37% of generics and 25% of brand names, which is still pretty big. Then you have catastrophic coverage, which is basically the, 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 the last stage. It, this resets every year, I'll have you. But with catastrophic coverage, after you've reached, after you've personally paid $5,100, most people don't get here, out of your pocket, you'll pay $3.40 for generics or eight fifty for any other drug. So basically, your coverage at that point is better than it ever was, but you paid uh, through the neck to get there. Through the neck. So they've been saying the donut hole is going away. It's been advertised almost like that, 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 that stage where you enter into it and you start paying a higher percentage of what you normally pay would be going away. From what I've seen, that's not the case. It's just been tinkered with, and the name Donut Hole has gone away. Can't tell you any more than that. And I'll tell you more when I'm allowed to, as I'm able to. I'll tell you everything. But as of right now, just expect that. Don't get your hopes up too much, unfortunately. Now, is it going to be better than it was before? You bet. And that's a good thing. Is it an improvement? Yes. But is it what they've, they, they promised us? Absolutely freaking not. And I'm, un, I'm unhappy about it. I'm, a, I'm an advocate for people just like you. For people that are on Medicare or about to be on Medicare. I want everybody to get everything. Every, every, I, want them, I want everybody to be able to squeeze every drop out of it they possibly can. Because you deserve it. Because you're entitled to it. And I don't like that word too much, entitled, but, and, and it gets thrown around a lot today, but people on Medicare really are entitled to Medicare because you paid into it your whole lives, okay? You are entitled to it. Not, there's not that many things in this world that people are entitled to that they think they are, but, but you're entitled to Medicare. And you deserve to get every single drop out of it possible. So I don't like seeing things like that take place. But I am happy that it's an improvement from what I can tell at this time. I can't say any more than that right now, folks. But just keep that in mind and be aware of that. Stay with me into segment three and we'll wrap this puppy up. Welcome back, folks, to our third and final Everything Medicare podcast segment. It's insane to me that we're approaching 80 episodes. And um, like I said at the beginning, I just have everybody that listens to thank for that. You're just fantastic. We have some really, really exciting interviews coming up in August, and I'm really, really looking forward to them. Um, So stay tuned for that. And this coming Saturday, I'm going to do an episode, and I just actually decided this while I was recording this one. But I'm going to do an episode that goes over exactly why Medigap and Medicare supplement companies raise their rates and raise their premiums and what, how, what, what factors into it. And I think it's going to be a really, really, really great episode that's long overdue, one that I should have done a long time ago. But I just can't thank you enough for listening. You folks are fantastic. You're wonderful. And you're helping us 
spread our message to reach as many people as possible because let's face it, there's millions and millions of people um, that are either being taken advantage of with their Medicare and they're just not getting the best value out of it or they're just confused and they just they have no idea what they're doing with it. And it, let's face it, it's confusing to figure out on your own. And we're trying to make this podcast a source of a library where any question you can possibly have, you can find it. You can find it. And it's something that is um, it's really, really great, in my opinion. Folks, if you haven't already, check out our YouTube channel because we're really starting to ramp that up bring more videos. We're trying to bring about at least three videos per week about educational Medicare. If you'd like to listen to me talk and see my face at the same time, maybe you don't, and I wouldn't blame you 100%. Um, (laughs) But anyway, Christian Brindle, emoji face, educational um, Medicare videos on YouTube. And also we have the Everything Medicare podcast on there too. So if you'd rather listen to Medica- Everything Medicare Podcast on YouTube, it's available now. Every single episode is up there, and every episode will continue to be put up there. And um, I think it'll work out really well, and I hope that you enjoy it. If you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to, please give us five stars. It helps us reach more people. If you're on Medicare or about to be on Medicare and you'd like to work with me, I work with people in Utah, Florida, and Idaho at the moment. We're always at a new state, so stay tuned for that. Um, but at the moment, those are the three states me and my company are licensed to work with people in. So if you'd like to work with my office, shoot me an email at christianb at xmission.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-B as in boy at xmission.com, christianb at xmission.com, or call our office at 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. If you're on Medicare and you're just not sure if you're on the best thing for you, we can clear that up. If you're turning 65 and you're just confused and you'd like to clear that up, or if you just had a question just to make sure that you're on the best thing for you, we don't charge anything. There's no obligation. So if you'd like to talk with me, I encourage you to do so. If you live in one of the other 47 states that we're not licensed in as of yet, and you'd like to still be able to get inside my head and get the help that you need, pick up my book. I wrote it for people just like you, Medicare Guidance, Picking the Plan for You. It's 50-some-odd pages, no fluff. There's a chapter on everything you need to know, and it's on Amazon right now for $5.50. And for that price, we're practically giving it away. Go to Amazon and search Medicare Guidance. It's a beautiful red book with a blue um, top and a Medicare card in the front. I guarantee you, you know, you read that book and you'll know more about Medicare than 95% of the population, including probably most agents. Thank you so much for listening. Can't wait to bring you a new episode on Saturday and have a wonderful, wonderful Monday. Take care.